Hello, and welcome to today's special MDD podcast that discusses how MDD is helping clients in the oil and gas segment. We will cover issues related to COVID, how we are helping with client education, and some topical oil and gas issues. With me, I have three leading forensic accountants from MDD's Energy Practice Group. Phil Taylor is the oil and gas segment leader in Singapore. Kent Bogdan is based in the US and Lee Swain in the UK. Hello, everyone. Hi, Barry. Good morning, Barry. So, Phil, firstly, tell us what has MDD been up to in the oil and gas space? I'm Barry. We've been very busy, both in terms of handling claims and also consolidating our offering. This all started with a survey which we conducted in early 2021, whereby we asked a cross-section of key industry decision makers who specialize in energy claims, what we did well as a firm, but also what we could improve on. Following the survey, we established segment leaders for oil and gas, power generation and mining, each of these working with a team of managers and partners at MDD from our different global regions. And these are people who focus a lot of their time on these types of claims. So what does the oil and gas team cover? It's a good question, Barry, because it covers different things in different insurance companies, from my experience. For, for MDD, oil and gas includes the extraction of oil and gas, the refining of the fuels, and also the downstream petrochemical and chemical processes that provide the building blocks of most of our manufacturing industries. So this can include both offshore claims as well as onshore claims. Although historically, a lot of our work has been in onshore claims, primarily due to the fact that the offshore wordings are are quite simplistic in nature sometimes. So I guess having a lot of technical knowledge and sharing it must be important. What are you doing in that space? Yeah, one of the key pieces of feedback we got was the importance of technical knowledge and experience. So this has led us to focus and work harder internally and externally. Internally, we've focused on training to make sure that our staff are getting the right level of technical training, covering the nuances that we see in these types of claims. And externally, we've focused very hard on producing more technical briefings for clients, case studies, identifying key topical issues in the industry. Hopefully, clients will have received emails or LinkedIn notifications about these in the past, and we'll be continuing these for years to come. In terms of the survey that you've mentioned, what else, from your perspective, did it tell you? Well, we knew that the survey would confirm that in the oil and gas sector, uh, a lot of the key decision makers are concentrated in key insurance markets like London, Munich, Zurich, Singapore, and a few cities within North America. In some parts of the world, it was clear that we are perceived to be stronger than others in handling oil and gas claims. And in some cases, this was due to poor communication on our part. And we're trying hard to address this with more regular communication to these decision makers about the breadth of our global experience. But in other cases, there are genuinely fewer energy claims that arise to develop a deeper level of experience due to either the presence of less hydrocarbons in the ground or the presence of less processing capacity. So we identified the need to blend seasoned experience from outside the region with local resources within a different region in a cost-effective manner. 
primary focus is always going to be on technical excellence and client service at all times. Though. All right, Phil, that's a pretty interesting summary of what you've been up to. But obviously, we've been affected by COVID along the way. So, Kent, tell me, how have MDD been helping clients during COVID? Good question, Barry. As we all know, COVID has severely hampered and in some cases just stopped travel altogether. So nobody can get out to the sites anymore. Typically, the site visit is a pretty important part of the process. It's great to go out and meet the individuals involved in operating the refineries and petrochemical plants, get a tour of the facility so that you can see everything, get an understanding of what happened with the loss and how each unit's affected. I think COVID has really sped up the remote office concept. We were starting down that road and, and COVID has really pushed us to where we had to adapt or else you know, there wasn't any other option. The internet has obviously helped significantly with providing a means for people to get together via Teams or Zoom or something similar to those. That's interesting. Tell us more. So uh, a great example of that is a case that I'm working on with Lee. The loss location is in Texas. It was a freeze loss. There's parties involved in Europe and UK and the US. And we've been facilitating monthly calls via the internet. And so, you know, it's been a great means. We get together on the phone. We all have our cameras on and maintain a good degree of professionalism. You know, you can see people, you can read their facial expressions and you get a really good understanding, I think, with that face-to-face contact that, you know, obviously we can't have at this time. Oh, that's good to hear that clients are getting the service or the continuing service that we promised. So that's really, really important. When Phil was talking, he touched on the fact that you've been producing technical briefings and case studies. So Lee, can you tell us a little bit more about that? What's that all about? Yeah, no, of course, Barry. You know, I think it's one of the key themes that we took from the survey that we did that, you know, clients were appreciative of us sharing our experience and knowledge that we have around the world in various different centres. We have a vast amount of knowledge dealing with BI claims and other types of claims around the world. We do live in a, a slightly esoteric world. But um, that knowledge is important and uh, coupled with the industry specific knowledge, the the idea is that we're trying to share that knowledge with our clients to build better relationships and to enhance value for all of the stakeholders in the process to sort of improve the process of, you know, placing risks, identifying risks, quantifying them and hopefully making the claims process as easy as possible. It's difficult enough to deal with a BI claim, measure a BI claim, particularly when there are differences of opinion, without the challenges that come from you know, a policy wording that doesn't fit an insured or a misunderstanding about the nature of the business and so on. So we, we see that as being a key selling point from our point of view, and we hope that they're appreciated. So if there's any particular topics that clients are interested in, would like us to elaborate on you know if we have the experience and the skills we're more than happy to take that on board and produce something on on that particular topic so please get in touch phil as the leader i guess you're seeing most of the feedback from clients about that is the feedback good yeah on the whole we've received a lot of positive feedback it seems that clients are taking the time to click on the emails to open them up and the feedback's been very good. I think because we're not necessarily aiming all of the case studies at specifically technical, detailed 
and analytical kind of points. We're providing something for all audiences. So some of the early ones we issued were very much an introduction to things like the oil and gas value chain. And I think a lot of our more junior clients have found that very interesting. Well, I mean, I've read a few of these and I, I must admit, I feel quite educated. I'm not a forensic accountant. You don't need to be a forensic accountant to read these. You just need to be someone who's interested in the subject matter. And as you say, they are very educational. So Phil, whilst I've got you there, you know, the world hasn't stopped because of COVID. Kent's told us what you've been getting on with. And of course, what we're definitely still seeing is losses all over the globe. So Tell us, what are the current and maybe new issues that we're seeing in the oil and gas segment? Well, obviously, COVID took the world a little bit by surprise in the first quarter of 2020. Nobody knew quite what to expect in terms of the impact on energy claims as the pandemic evolved, Barry. Whilst COVID itself was unlikely to trigger a wave of BI claims in the energy world, the initial focus for many insurers was about how government lockdowns and travel restrictions might impact the indemnity periods of some of the pre-existing claims, or even the new claims that were triggered by more traditional perils, such as fire and machinery breakdown. I know this was a worry for insurers in a few of the claims I worked on in 2020. Fortunately for all parties involved, these concerns seem to disappear because arrangements could be made to carry out inspections and repair work in a reasonably timely manner. Alternatively, because market pricing depressed margins. I'm sure this must have been an issue for some of the oil and gas claims in other parts of the world, particularly as the technical expertise and the OEMs are often found in key markets around the world, such as Germany, Italy, China and Japan, to name a few. And travel restrictions limited the attendance at site of appropriate experts and engineers during the claims handling process. But another interesting angle to COVID-19 BI claims was the impact of global demand on pricing and margins. Global oil demand in 2020 reduced by around 9.6 million barrels a day, which in turn meant that oil prices fell from an average of $64 a barrel in the year leading up to February 2020 to an average of around $30 a barrel in the period March to May 2020. In fact, West Texas Intermediate even fell to negative levels briefly during that time. Prices didn't recover to over $60 a barrel until the end of quarter one, 2021. And now, of course, we see a further rise in oil and gas prices driven by a whole variety of factors as economies around the world try to get going again. MDD recently issued LinkedIn commentary on this, but returning to the impact on business interruption claims, one of the key observations was that for some businesses, falling prices meant greater margins, but for others, quite the opposite. And it really depended on the dynamics of which part of the value chain a claim was in and the timing of the loss relative to prices falling or rising, whether it be an oil and gas producer, a refiner, an olefins cracker, or a petrochemical plant further downstream. Increased demand for some everyday items like packaging and rubber gloves, PPE, meant that some petrochemical products maintained higher spreads against crude oil or naphtha prices than they normally would, but other products, for example those used in construction or automotive manufacturing, saw demand fall and fared much worse. All oil and gas related business interruption claims are interesting because of the ever-changing volatility of prices in the chain, but COVID-19 certainly added an extra twist in terms of more volatility than usual, and this resulted in some claims being lower than expected, but some being higher. 
That's really interesting, Phil. Just going back to the survey that you alluded to, Phil, I'm really intrigued by that. Ken, you were involved in this. What were the takeaways that you got from the survey? We heard some of Phil's. What were yours? Yes, Barry, I think the survey was very insightful and eye-opening. I think MDD has done a really good job marketing the global company over the last three to five years. But we've also fallen down a little bit in regards to promoting the technical experience that we have in the oil and gas industry. So as Phil mentioned earlier, we noticed that the market is pretty centralized in a few locations, and they're not always aware of the expertise that MD&D has across our global entity. So we need to do a better job of educating the market, letting them know where we are, who our experts are, and that we can handle any job across the globe. We have the technical abilities, we have the language skills, the people and processes are in place. And so we really need to do a better job of letting people know our expertise in the the oil and gas industry. That's really interesting, Ken. You certainly don't want MDD to be the best kept secret. You know, they're a significant organization globally. And I guess the challenge is always keeping your clients informed about what's happening in the business, what you're handling, and also trying to do the work at the same time. And sometimes that can be challenging. I, I can see that. So I want to come back to another thing that Phil touched on, which is around what's happening out there in the global marketplace with clients. Lee, tell me, is there anything in particular you're seeing around loss trends? It's difficult, Barry. You know, oil and gas industry is very much high severity, low frequency from our point of view. Determining trends in the oil and gas industry is is quite challenging. I think one of the things we do see when we're involved in these instructions is there's increased complexity about calculating losses. There's a significant uh, amount of data that we need to deal with. and We need to deal with it in a more timely, accurate manner than perhaps has been the case in the past. There's increasing pressure, particularly from the client side of the equation. They want to talk to people who are well-versed, well-educated and conversant with their industry. They don't want to be sat opposite an accountant who needs to be taught how a distillation column works or what the impact of losing a hydrocracker might be within the refinery. You need to hit the ground running is one thing that is very, very important now in the oil and gas industry. One of the observations that I think we would particularly make from our office here in London is that the market in particular now is becoming more and more disparate. We go back, let's say, 5, 10, 15 years And we were dealing with half a dozen companies and they would change places on the slip. And you wouldn't see very many people outside of that. But now we see companies in interesting parts of the world and perhaps the insurance industries in those parts of the world isn't quite as developed perhaps as it is in more concentrated areas. And there are differences of opinion that arise as a result of that. And and managing that is obviously part of the process that we're involved in, but it's an interesting thing that's developed over over recent times. In fact, Barry, I'm working on a large claim and career at the moment, just to emphasize what Lee's just said about claims becoming more disparate, where we've got claims representatives from several countries in the world, from the London market, from Middle East markets, from Australia, from North Asia, and from Singapore. So very much a a global melting pot of people looking into some of these large energy losses. All right, Phil, that really completes our whistle-stop tour of 
what's going on at the moment at MDD, what they're seeing and how they're helping clients. Phil, if anyone has an issue that they want to discuss with MDD, how should they contact you? Great question, Barry. Many clients around the world will obviously know MDD partners and managers that they've worked with in the past and and which they trust. And obviously they would be the easiest point of contact. However, if people would like to contact the three of us from today's podcast, they can reach me at ptaylor at mdd.com, Lee at lswain at mdd.com, and Kent at kbogden at mdd.com. Alternatively, we'd invite clients to contact either myself as Global Oil and Gas Lead or any of the regional leads. Regionally, we've got Lee Swain for Europe, Ed Secchi for Middle East and North Africa, myself and Natakan Prasit Samrit for Asia Pacific, Kent Bogdan and Sabu Johannan for the USA, Scott Schellenberg for Canada, and George Kramer for Latin America. We can all ensure that clients are directed to the people with a commensurate experience, depending on the size and complexity of the claim they need assistance with. Great. Thanks, Phil. Look, I hope everybody enjoyed the podcast and please look out for our next one. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening today. The statements or comments voiced within this podcast are based on the author's or speaker's own knowledge and experience and do not necessarily represent those of the firm, other partners, our clients or other business partners.